0: 18 plus inside the birds is back. What's up everybody. It is Adam Kaplan alongside Jeff Mosher here as we do our free agency preview. This will be part two. If you haven't checked out part one yet in which we went through all of the offensive positions, quarterback, wide receiver, running back offensive line make sure you check that out on uh, any major podcast platform that you subscribe to with inside the birds but this episode Adam is a time where we look at the defense and I think it's fair to say whereas with the offense we spent a lot of time at wide receiver as the main area that the Eagles would look at here we move to defense and there's more than just one position right we've got we're going to talk corner safety a defensive line linebacker there really isn't a position here on defense when you break it into those four groups that the Eagles
1: couldn't upgrade. <laughs> exactly. They, look, they need everything. So um, even where you think they might be strong uh, at, at D-tackle, they're really not in terms of depth. Defensive right. end, they don't have a high-end pass rusher. Brandon, Brandon Graham's a very good football player, but he's not what we call quick, quick twitch. Mm-hmm. They lack speed at that position. So they need help. They, they need help in the defense. But um, one little thing I do want to add, which I – Heard recently from a pretty good source, mm-hmm. you're going to see some some subtle changes on their wide nine. They still wanna, wanna, they're still want to want to. They're going to run a wide nine. That'll never not happen with Jim Schwartz being the D coordinator. Mm-hmm. But we talked when I when I put the news out about a month ago on um, Matt Burke. You know, they're gonna, yep. there's going to be there's going to be some str- strategy changes. You know, because with the the previous D line coach Philip Daniels, I was just not a part of it uh I, I, he had he kept his job it might have been but he didn't keep his job so they want to get this in there and and obviously with um Jim Washburn's son moving in there he, he's he's gonna he's gonna be a part of that room that defensive line room though we know he's gonna be involved a lot with personnel mm-hmm. so you're gonna see folks and I'll look for this at OTAs in April and j- just a, not not that I'm an expert at this stuff, but you're probably going to see a little bit more strategy in terms of matchups. Where I thought, Jeff, and this is something I heard from other teams as well, mm-hmm. you were not getting a lot. They were Eagles were not taking advantage of of matchups where they clearly should have won. Other than the Seattle one, which you and I knew, go against Joey Hunt, my mom could have put that together. I mean, <laughs> but you knew they were going to win that with Fletcher Cox. But right overall, I think going forward, based on what I've heard. Schwartz is going to get what he wants from these the, the matchups against the offensive lines and so forth. Now, does your mom
0: have a really good club move or a swim move?
1: <laughs> I, I got it. That's you know, fun. My mom, I don't think she plays tennis anymore. My mom turns 90 in March. Wow. All yeah, right. We had a surprise party for her in December uh, before she went to Florida, and uh, she's doing great. Yeah, she yeah. – uh, that's she's awesome. amazing, my mother. Yeah, she's, she's a, pl- amazing, a mother. plug and play mom. She can just put her in any scheme, and she's great she's good to go. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah. yeah. Although you know, she, she the only concern I have is she's a she's a sudden breaker that that we need to uh, you know oh, as you oh get boy. older sometimes you punt the brakes a little bit. So well, anyway, you, know, you got to use every like advantage you can get. But uh, anyway. yes. <laughs> uh
0: well, that's interesting. I want to follow up with you on that. Do you think mm-hmm. though that playing a modified or an adjusted Wide nine is something because we know how much Jim is a you know a proponent of the wide nine and almost the godfather of change. it. Yeah, no, no, I know, yeah. no, but them the the fact that they're adjusting and modifying a little bit as you're mentioning is that other people or Doug or or somebody from above saying, look, you know, let's modify this. We don't need to play it as much as we have, or is, is that no, no,
1: they're okay. going to play it. But what it was is Jeff um mm-hmm. when I put the Burke stuff out the reason why I thought it was interesting was not because he's coached D line before. He hasn't. Right. It's just that he's really super smart talking to guys have coached with him over the years. And then when I, when I heard Jeremiah Washburn was going to be a part of that, whatever, whatever we didn't know, of course we didn't know what his title would be, but right. uh, his, his coaching title is going to be part of what I'm told. He's going to be part of that D line room, I guess one way mm-hmm. or the other, he's going to help out with, with uh, information and strategy. This is something that clearly was missing. It, it's you would have to really understand the wide nine. Uh, one of the, uh, a coach told me from another team who um, who's run it before. Mm-hmm. You you can't just there's some wide nines over the years where you would just run up because you know, it, it was it was really put in. To, uh, I don't know if you know this, Jeff. It was put in by Jim Washburn uh, mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl in, in '99 when he was with the Titans. It was put mm-hmm. in that year specifically late to go against the Rams uh, and just get up. You, you, you they had to affect the passer. Right. But I think teams have kind of figured out what it is. So now what's step two? You know, what, what, when they start figuring out what you're doing, what are you going to do to counteract that? And I think that's what we're going to see here. It just, it might, it may be flop the ends. Mm-hmm. might be moving. We, we know that they move ends and nickel, whether it's Curry or somebody else. Well, they've been doing that forever. I mean, that, this is nothing right. new. But right. in terms of strategy of, against an opponent, how could they win? How could they win each week against the opponent? I think that's the difference between years past. No, that's a
0: good point. It'll be interesting to see exactly what changes with that. I mean, as you're mentioning, it's not going to be an overwhelming wholesale change, but even yeah. if there's an adjustment, it'll be interesting to see uh, what, what they do to do that. So let's, let's talk about how to upgrade the areas of weakness here. Now, I, I have argued, and I'll maintain it, that as much as we obsess over cornerback, I think the <laughs> Eagles are weaker at safety because they've ignored that position longer than corner, and they're really right now it, it, Malcolm Jenkins. I know there's some uncertainty, but I have a feeling it'll work out. But even after Malcolm, with Rodney McLeod set to hit free agency and probably not coming back, the next two safeties after Malcolm are Rudy Ford and Marcus Epps. Forget That's it. your yeah. safety picture yeah. right now. Malcolm Jenkins, yeah. Rudy Ford, Marcus Epps. Say what you want about cornerback. About Sidney Jones being a disappointment, or Rasul Douglas can't run, or Avante Maddox is only a slot. But at least I named three cornerbacks who have played in the NFL at a you know at somewhat of a level before.
1: After Malcolm, you got nothing. Yeah, but they're both they're both equally an issue uh, mm-hmm. in terms of talent and and obviously it's safety youth. Man, they got to get younger. It, and I know you say they ignored it. I, I know over the years there are certain guys that they wanted, they just went before they they could get them. Um, And unfortunately, though, it, it leaves them in a bind where they don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. they got to get, like, if if by a shocking development that Roseman keeps all 10 draft picks, <laughs> Jeff, what do you think of that coming out of this draft with two safeties? Well, I think they, uh,
0: uh, <laughs> I, I I think it's a great idea. You know, it's almost like the old, uh, what do you think of my team's execution uh, joke by uh, John McKay, the old yeah. Bucks coach in the seventies, <laughs> and he said, "I'm all for it."
1: <laughs> well, here's I'm the all thing, for it. right? Here's the problem, and if they don't, if, if you, but I don't know get, if they're going to do that. Right? No, but okay. So let's look at free agency. Okay, we'll, we'll start with safety here. Yeah. Von Bell is going to be an enormous contract. He just changed agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's formerly of the Saints. He started off a ro- little rocky first year or so with the Saints, and then he really turned it on when he became a full time starter. Not only a starter, but when when they use him the right way, he's a really good football player. He's going to get a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Simmons uh, is the next guy. He's not, I I don't see him walking. Uh, Denver will f- find out one way or the other. Then then after that, it's a bunch of journeymen or older players. Uh, Damaris Randall's not a bad player. Who's got some scheme versatility, right. uh, which will cost a little bit. Devin McCourty's older. We don't forget about McCloud. Ha Clint Dix has been a disappointment. Um, he's never been the player that he, that a lot of teams thought he would be. Tony mm-hmm. Jefferson's coming back from torn ACL. He was just cut Trey Boston. I have no idea why he keeps moving on. Uh, you know, he, he, this will be his, he's been on three teams of three years. It could be his fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, Jeff, Jimmy Ward had a good year. He's, he's had a lot of injuries. Carl Jones was just a box player. It's just, a, it's a, it's a grab bag at safety. So quite frankly, you got to look to the draft,
0: right? Well, here's a position, Adam, that I think that you have to look to the draft no matter what you do because you need young developmental safety. I've been screaming that for two years. So even if they do sign a safety and free agency, I still think they need to draft a young developmental safety in the first three rounds. I mean, I'm not one to say I'm best player available a lot. So I don't want to force positions on teams or, or, or at certain rounds just because you need it. But I have... I, and you can't go any you've gone six or seven years now without taking a safety in the first three rounds, you've got nothing there. So in my opinion, just like last year, you knew you needed a successor to Jason Peter. So you traded up for the best safety, do what you can do this year in round one, two or three to get yourself a good safety that you think can be a starter for you uh, for the long term, and maybe even contribute a nickel and on special teams year one. So my position will be to do that, but also to sign one, because you can never tell about rookies look at Jayahl right but as you're mentioning now the market seems to have a lot of guys who are long in the tooth whether it's um as you mentioned McCordy or uh Jimmy Ward's 29 which isn't really old but he's had a lot of injuries I would love for them to a f- yeah a ton of injuries I would love to them for them to find that that 24 25 26 year old guy but I've looked at the list and I don't see it so to me, maybe a guy like Tony Jefferson, who's 28, released from the, the Ravens, uh, or maybe the guy from Minnesota who uh, had a really nice year, Anthony Harris. Oh, Anthony he's Harris is good.
1: Yeah. Oh, he, so yeah, I would good. say instead of yeah. trying
0: to blow these guys away with 5 years deals, if you can get one of these guys on a three-year deal, then you can probably still get
1: a good year or two while you transition to your younger safeties. Problem with Jefferson is he's come back to an ACL and he just got released. So I, I yeah. don't, I don't see that as a possibility. Well, doesn't Harris that help is,
0: them? Maybe you get a one-year prove it well, deal. One for year a deal. Like that would that. be a
1: one-year prove it deal. By right. the way, super high character guy. Yes. Really high character. Um, Eric DaCosta, the, uh, the Ravens GM put a really nice statement out. Um, right. Clayton Gathers is out there as younger guys, had some injuries. To me, you're you're adding two, you're adding a minimum. Well, I don't see minimum, but you have got to add two safeties. I mean, one right. way or the other, whether it's a veteran or a younger guy, uh, Bell's going to cost too much. I don't see Simmons being available. It Which would be Simmons? Uh, Justin Simmons, who's uh, the Denver safety, is really so, good.
0: Okay, I'm glad you brought him up. Do you say he's not going to be available? Because we get asked about him. Yeah, uh, quite I a lot. See, he, I don't
1: see the Broncos. I, I don't see them letting him walk. I just don't. I
0: just so, don't. do you think he gets a tag, or do you think they just give him the money?
1: Um. Uh, I'll know probably at the combine who's getting tagged. Remember, they have Chris Harris to deal with, right? Uh, who who's already said he wants a test free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that Denver has anyone else they have to really worry about that they would tag. Yeah. Uh, and but oh, and one thing. And thanks to our friend Herb, and I, I did get a confirm from a team uh, this year only because it's the last year that of of the um, collective bargain agreement because it's it's in the last year. Uh, every NFL team gets two tags used, except one. But you can't use two franchise tags. You could get, you could do two two transition tags, or a combination of a transition tag and a franchise tag. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. Now, I w- what the word around the league is: once they get, obviously, if they get the CBA done uh, before free agency starts, which is a long shot, but if they do. Then then we're gonna go back to the old system of just having you can only have one tag either or franchise or transition so if you're the Titans and you have Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry, you could tag both you could do one transition or one franchise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so for Denver yeah i I don't they're a bad football team uh, they've got a defensive head coach. I don't think there's a prayer in hell that Simmons walks I just don't see it he's too good and they're they they need all the help they can get you know
0: right. So let's try to be as realistic as possible because I think we run into the same situation here at safety that we talked about in the last pod with wide receiver. There are going to be guys who are not a plus level like Robbie Anderson at wide receiver who are going to get a to a plus money. And it doesn't seem like the Eagles want to be that franchise anymore. That gives away the real long-term blockbuster deal to a guy who's not worth it. So you look for the bargain, right? The bargains three years ago were Brandon Brooks and, and Rodney McLeod, is there a bargain guy out there someone who's not, oh yeah not, you know same thing with malcolm jenkins a few years ago they got him at a bargain deal is demarius randall at 28 a possible bargain deal as the fifth or sixth best safety on the market who's not going to get a blockbuster deal is that i would say that
1: a- Rand, yeah is at next tier uh mm-hmm. tier two safety bell and simmons are the top two and then it drops off uh to randall uh trey boston for the life of me jeff i don't know he he had one monster year for whatever mm-hmm. reason, he just is not being able to secure the kind of deal. He went to Arizona for a year. He went to Carolina. You might the Chargers, but he put up big numbers. But it's not a good sign. What teams simply are not willing to do this now. You mentioned something interesting. How about a guy that they can get sort of on the cheap? He's mm-hmm. young enough and he, by the way, high character guy, no issues with him. I don't. I, I mean, they, they Drew Rosenhouse is his agent. They've done tons of deals over the years with Drew, mm-hmm. Trey Boston. Look, he's not all. I wouldn't call him old. Uh, no, he's he, twenty eight he, years old. Yeah, he yeah. turns twenty eight in June, so uh, he's more of a he's more, more of a of center afraid. field safety, right? Yes. Yeah, so right. I, I, he he would be a good name based on what you're talking about.
0: No, that, that's a good one. So Trey Boston, Demarius Randall, and maybe here's a guy who might get overpaid, but I'm not hundred percent certain because he did have an injury this past year and only played seven games. But Adrian Phillips. Is a guy who has played well at times. And, Great but, special teams player. He would. Yeah, he very win. good special team. He, it yeah. seems like he'd be a really good fit. I just can't tell if he's going he's to get yeah, more money than he's worth. Yeah, he's, he's back
1: backup. Yeah, he's not a starter. No, he had to play last this year because what's um, his name got hurt? Uh, Dylan uh, James, uh, the former first Derwin James, right? Right. And then yeah, they drafted yeah, so
0: Nazir Adderley, right? So they, ready they, he was, he right, wasn't they ready. moved on past Adrian Phillips. Yeah.
1: Right, right. So Phillips is really a fourth safety and a special teams player. A tremendous special teams player, mm-hmm. by the way. Well, uh, Sean he, Davis he could... is out there who got hurt.
0: Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. say maybe Phillips can be that bargain deal. He's your th- number three safety. He plays in your in your big dime package and special teams. And now that in would in work. Now
1: that 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 would work. Like that that could be any. Right. They, he's so, a let, so let's guy. Say, let's yeah.
0: Let's go through the scenario. You
1: bring back Malcolm. You
0: draft the safety. Well, somewhere Malcolm's in the first, you know, maybe... Malcolm's,
1: Malcolm's on Malcolm is under contract. But he, he said contract. he's not showing up unless he can, yeah he's not showing up if he doesn't get his new deal. So,
0: right. I think for the purposes of this conversation we kind of have to assume that he's he, it's some way or another, he's going to be on the team. If not, we'll have some later pods to, to really figure out how to redo safety even more. But I can see Malcolm, a young drafted safety, a guy like Adrian Phillips or Trey Boston, who can help you on in, in, you know, nickel and dime packages uh, in a limited role, maybe on special teams. And then maybe as you're mentioning, you draft that second safety in the fourth, fifth or sixth round. And, And hope you get something out
1: of that. See, I'm not, I'm not opposed to going second round this guy. If there's a special safety, we're way away from the draft
0: first. And I'm already assuming that one of their safeties is going to be drafted in the first three rounds. I'm saying,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm drafting, I'm drafting one. Mm -hmm. I'm signing one that's not super old. Who like Damaris? Someone we'll 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 get the name once I can zero in on who I think they're going after. They've got to have a guy who is not as old as, as um, as Malcolm Jenkins. Or Malcolm, right. Yes. Yeah, right. Someone who's Absolutely. 27, 28, he's got two or three years left in him. Trey Boston fits that. Um, the guy you mentioned. Uh, uh, Randall. Randall. Yeah, yeah. Those would be the two guys that, that that I would just early on here. Sean mm-hmm. Davis I need to get more information on, uh, who was hurt last season for the, for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Campbell, the safety, who was with the Packers, who was drafted by the Browns, I think, who's from Philly. Right. Uh, and yeah, he, he's a, he's more, but he's a backup, but they need someone who could start. And I, you brought this up to me a couple of shows ago. And I thought it was a great point. Someone that doesn't have to start year one, that maybe when Malcolm's done, we'll take Malcolm's job.
0: Yes, absolutely. And by the way, just for our listeners, you know, the combine starts um, not this coming week, but the week after. Correct. So you'll be there. I'll be talking with people. So when we do our post combine pods, we'll have a better idea of, some of these guys who were were not sure what their value, you never know. There are a lot of surprises in free agency. So maybe a guy like Randall, a couple of teams really love, and we'll find out that he's going to get paid higher than. Yeah. And, 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 right. and I usually so,
1: keep, right, right. I can usually get the ranges of what I'm hearing, where the money's going. Right. For instance, uh as we, you want to transition to corner? Cause that's obviously a yeah, monster. That. That this football team. So, um, Oh, I got to put Byron, by the way, this, there is Byron Jones. I got to move him up. Um, Like Byron Jones. Okay, so Mm -hmm. my buddy Tony Polian put out that the Eagles are going to – whatever, I don't remember what he put out there. But I could tell you it's accurate that they have information – that they have interest in him. Um, Mm -hmm. Here, Just knowing the way it works, covering this business for 21 years, I've put stuff out there when a team is interested. I know for a fact that they did, but they try to deny it. Um, What happens is if they think the money's too rich, there's no offer, there's thank you very much, and they move on. So – if his agent, in this case, it's Jared Fox. If if mm-hmm. this agent, who's done plenty of deals with the Eagles over the years, if they think it's astronomical, and my my understanding is the Cowboys have not made an offer or anything. They have not. Now they can obviously, when they 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 have Jones until uh, 10, March eighteenth, they could they're obviously going to sit down with his agent and talk to him, and they'll see where they go if they decide not to make an offer um it, jones is jones is going to have a lot of interest in free agency because he's he's got positional versatility he's a great kid high character uh did overcome um a hip procedure a year ago came back very well from it and talking to the cowboys they spoke very well of him so um we'll we'll see where that goes but that's certainly someone to keep on, on your radar there well he's the Probably
0: going to be considered the number one free agent corner on the market. Adam, do you think the Eagles are in a position where they're willing to compete with free agents who are going to make number one free agent money?
1: Well, Bradbury from Carolina is really good too. Uh, you could, yep. you know, depending on how you want to play him. Um, Byron Jones to me, yes. uh, Byron Jones to me is better in that he's got better positional versatility mm-hmm. because you could move him. He's played slot corner. He could play outside corner. He could play safety, which he played earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, good player, man, and and coachable. Uh, the knock on him, and I think it's because of scheme, and I think it has less to do with him. Is he doesn't have the turnover numbers? But if you look at his what's called stickiness, his ability to he'd, stay on the receiver,
0: he'd fit right he'd, in with the Eagles. By the way,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, <'cause> of lack <laughs> of turnovers. But but you know what? See that? Okay, so you bring that up. Uh huh. If if this, it's not a scheme adjustment the Eagles are going to have. It's just that it's a, it's a strategy adjustment um, just because you're going to get different veteran coaches in there mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the front four. This is going to help their secondary. Maybe they start getting more turnovers, Jeff, because let's face it, this wide nine is not producing turnovers that they should have had. It gets sack numbers, but it does not. It is They have not, since Schwartz has been here, they're very mediocre with turnovers. So I'm expecting the, the, at least to be a little bit of a change in that number going forward. Right. So the problem I see, Adam, with the Eagles in this regard is that
0: I think we both agree that it's hard to just rely on the draft here to up- upgrade this position because they, A, cornerbacks in the draft tend to be 50-50 no matter how high you pick them, and B, the Eagles haven't really drafted well at corner lately anyway. Not that that's a reason to be deterred into doing it, but it's difficult to just say we're going to remake this position through the draft and expect to be competitive, but... When you look at the available talent outside of Byron Jones and Bradbury, they face two real issues. One is either age. The other is position versatility. Most of the people who I look at on the list are too old or just slot corners. You know, Chris Harris, old and slot. Darquise Denard played his best with the Bengals in the slot. Uh, Jimmy Smith, 32 years old. Kendall Fuller, only 25 old, yeah. years old, but mostly a slot. slot. He's so slot. that yep, doesn't yep. really help the Eagles in their quest to get a good outside corner. There was a report by somebody, and I I apologize for not remembering who, that the Eagles were going to be suitors for Chris Harris at free agency. And I'm really surprised by that.
1: I – that would stun me.
0: Unless, Adam, this, this folds into our safety conversation with how difficult it is. Do you think maybe they're keeping the option open of moving Maddox to safety because they have both LeBlanc and maybe somebody – a veteran like
1: Harris or someone Uh, else? I haven't heard – no, I haven't heard – I have not heard them play – Putting him safety. Oh, by the way, with LeBlanc, uh, I'm told that uh, he has a injury conversion. So right now, uh, two hundred fifty thousand of his nine hundred thousand dollar base salary, mm-hmm. uh, two fifty of his base salary becomes fully guaranteed on March twenty second. He also has a roster bonus of one hundred fifty thousand on March twenty second. So they actually have a decision to make with him. I would I would assume they're going to keep him. He's been a good story. This has been a really good find for their their pro staff. Uh-huh. I don't know who found him, but that, that was a heck of a move. He's been a good story of development, despite right. you know the foot injury. He's done a good job. So slot corner, as you well know, and our listeners know, that's not a position they need any help with. They, they're they good there. They just have to be, be- – they have to get more consistency from it, but right. they're, they're good there.
0: How about 25-year-old Eli Apple, who won't probably be among the top six or seven free agent corner sign, but is young enough and had enough potential to be a first-round pick – He's from Voorhees, which is my neck of the woods here in South Jersey. Uh, any? Do you think that's like one of those bargain buys that we talk about?
1: Uh, I don't see him. No, I'm honestly. not sure bringing him
0: close to home is he's the best fourth, thing in, in general. He's
1: a, he's a fourth corner. He's not a starting corner. He 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 started get play a little bit better with the with the Saints, but mm-hmm. it's just a missed first round pick. I mean, the, the Giants missed on him. Uh, he's an restri- unrestricted free agent. Um, you know the Saints were at a point where they had some injuries at corner, and they wanted to make sure. Uh, I remember Lattimore got hurt. They wanted to make sure that uh, they had some depth. But I, look, it, it, when you look at the cornerback group, we mentioned Bradbury. Harris is more of a slot corner. Byron Jones, the Eagles are going to have some interest in. Jimmy Smith is long. Uh, he's talented. and when I say long, he's tall. He's got length. Mm-hmm. Good player, uh, but he's older. Trey Wayne's is is up and down. Good player, but up and down. Logan Ryan's a slot corner. Josh Norman got cut. Forget about it. He's it doesn't he? He just he's not what they're looking for. Uh, he had a very rough year. Now I'm told though uh, by a good personnel source that um, the numbers that are out there from PFF, uh, this this guy's actually a coach who's already graded Josh Norman because he's they knew that they, this team knew that he was going to get cut. Mm-hmm. He does not even come close to agreeing with the 16 touchdowns that supposedly Norman gave up. He was the problem, and this guy loves PFF, but he has a problem with it. When they're when they're thrown out numbers like that, it goes. How would you even know if you don't know who the coverage was who the, who was covering? Right. Like you don't you don't know Norman's coverage responsibility. Like how would you know?
0: I would have okay. zero oh, okay. issue with the Eagles bringing in Josh Stormer on a one year deal. Uh, and you know what? Maybe uh, he now he's he's tall. Could, saw he, a could he play the slot is, now?
1: No, no, he don't run. Well. No, nah,
0: he's always an outside corner. Yeah, I yeah, would have zero issue corner. with it. Yeah. Um. Because would, if he stinks, you can cut him. Go. I mean, uh, when well, I'm yeah, talking I mean, about a one-year deal, a, I, I mean, mean he, he's, he he's made
1: he, he's made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I I give him make good contract, which means I don't give him, I give him a one-year deal. We'll, we'll we'll pay a veteran minimum for your age. Take it or leave it. You want to win, come here. If you don't, go somewhere right. else. All right. That's,
0: so since we agree, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Since we agree here that upgrading corner, based on the list that's available to us right now, is going to be difficult from either a financial or a position versatility standpoint. This seems like an area where a trade might come into play. Now, Hunter Brody put me onto our producer, put me onto something ESPN was throwing out an idea um, recently on one of their programming, and I they think said I know where you're going. Go ahead. A potential I'm trade. I'm laughing at this. Yeah. Right, where the Eagles trade Sidney <laughs>
1: Jones and a third round pick to the Lions for Darius Slay? Can you imagine and, this, the Lions would hang up on the Eagles literally in, in, in a half a second? Come on. Uh, well that's
0: well, that was my first thought. Why would the yeah. Lions do that, right? I mean, Sidney ridiculous. Jones has proven nothing in a third round. But if they if they don't think that they can retain Darius or that he's going to play under his contract, then maybe something comes into play there.
1: Yeah, now now look listen. If if I'm the Eagles, I figure out a way cuz you know they 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 looked into a sleigh, if I mm-hmm. if, if I remember correctly, they looked at yeah. sleigh at the trade deadline. But the Lions wanted a lot of compensation. Uh, the Lions are in no position to be traded. Their defense was – I had teams tell me, based on their, their tape study, there were times last season their defense was not competitive. Think about that. It's a good thing okay. they hired Matt Patricia as their head coach. Well, that's the point. I mean, yeah. he's supposed to break, get their defense to play at an elite level or high level. They're not even close to that. And, by the way, they're really bad at corner. Justin Coleman's mm-hmm. a really good slot. Slay's one of starting outside corners. What else do they have? Nothing. Rashawn Melvin's a free agent. It's a journeyman right. who's 30 years old. They they don't have anybody. They remember they missed on T's Tabor. They, they can't I, look. And don't forget Mar, uh, Martha Ford. The owner said uh, they have to be playing meaningful games in December. Well, you can't do that with training by Gary Slay. Yeah. He getting also only has
0: back. a year left on his deal. He's 29. And he's going to make $10 million in base salary next year. So um, you're going to have to pay a pretty penny. You're going to have to give up a lot and only have them for one you year. You got to give a
1: first. If I'm the lines, I don't take any less than a first and, no, a first and um, for a 29-year-old corner. Well, you're going to get. I mean, I know that's not 32, but yeah. Oh, he could run and he's long. And by the way, Jim Schwartz coached him. I think. Yeah, no,
0: I like yeah. him a lot. I yeah. just don't know yeah. for a guy who's only got one year left, makes 10 million and is 29,
1: if if it's right for them to think that they're going to get a first-round pick in return. If he had two years left, maybe that's when they got Darby. Um, well, no, but you have to be able to get a deal done with him, obviously, if the team acquiring him. But I, if I'm the Lions, mm-hmm. I, I do not take less than a first-round pick this guy's okay. a good football player uh he just turned 29 by the way in uh in january so
0: correct all right well i do think though when we talk about this and we will in the future given the list of free agent names how may have to get creative here i mean mm-hmm. he really oh, yeah. we we'll, to, we'll, to, to look at yeah, we'll, we'll,
1: right we'll look at trade market but i don't see a match with slay unless they're willing to pay because i'm trying to think from the lion's standpoint when mm-hmm. the owner puts them on on blast and says, "Look, this is what we what we're expecting. If not, well, you know what's going to happen. They might, she might blow that thing up. Right. So, um, th- there's some names out there. I mentioned. I need to find out more on Trey Wayne's. I need. I need to find out kind of where teams are with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know on Byron Jones where teams are. And Bradbury's really good. I need. To, I need to get a little bit more information on him. But it would be Bradbury Jones and Wayne's are the best young corners out there.
0: Although yeah,
1: Brad, I mean the, when we, and Byron Jones is." Makes the most sense of all of them because he, you can move him around, and he's a high character kid. And I'm talking to the Cowboys; they love him. Um, it's just that he wants so much money. He's gonna he's gonna want he's gonna command so much money. Yeah, and they've got obviously they have a major issue with their, with their quarterback, and they've got other free agents, and they just don't. The word I keep hearing from Cowboy sources they just don't they just know that they just don't know that they can keep him.
0: Yeah, well, I can't imagine how they would and be able to pay Dak and be able to pay Amari. So something's got to give for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Again, right. I think it comes back to him and Bradbury. Corners make a lot of money, especially when they hit free agency. I don't know that the Eagles, because they haven't been in quite a while, are going to be that team giving out that blockbuster deal to a free agent. Uh, well, anything. but one, so hey, we'll hey, let's put
1: it this way. Look, look at this way. If you're going to do it, it's got to be with a young football player. Okay. Whether it's, sure. w- whether it's, whether it's Bradbury, who who turns 27 in August, mm-hmm. Byron Jones, who uh, you have a lot of intel on because you've gone up and he plays in your division, right? Uh, his entire career, been, and 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 he's been a good football player. Uh, he you y- you can move him around. He's a matchup guy, and he's also not old. I mean, he turns 28 in, in right. September, so you figure you can get right. at least three years out of him. And these structures, mm-hmm. Jeff, as you know, are pretty much two years for free to see anyway. Of course, Jones is a guy that I'd be shocked if they don't go pretty hard on. him.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure they will. I just wonder how my, I feel like that's the guy who's probably going to command the biggest paycheck. Well, no right so, now, okay. now, if he
1: wants I, I we're not even to the point we could talk money yet. But if right. l- let's say they're four or five team in it and the money goes to 15 million a year and they put a, a value of 12 on them, then they're out and they never make them an offer. And they were never they ne- were never there. But right. I, I just knowing the way that this works. They got to see where he's at with money. Uh, sure. So we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll know more later
0: by the way, I I neglected to mention, and I probably should have done this at the start of corner. They have Jalen Mills, who's going to be a free agent. Uh, I suppose if things don't work out, I mean, he's always there as someone that they can bring back on a uh, team-friendly deal if he's willing to accept that. I don't know if that he's going to get anything more than one or two years in free agency himself because of his injury history, especially last year. So they might find themselves in the position where you're bringing back Jalen Mills and you only have one corner spot you're upgrading but you're drafting a couple of guys high and there you go
1: you need speed though the thing in jalen's been a great story of development but we all know they, they don't have anyone who can run on the outside so no doubt about it uh with mills right, and what, darby as free agents they you know they, they gotta yeah. do something
0: i agree all right we're gonna move on to the front seven part of the defense but before we do that we'll take a quick break for a word from our great sponsors Hey, it's Jeff Mosher, Adam Kaplan, and I love using Anchor for our Inside the Birds podcast every week. It's so user-friendly, anyone can create their own podcast, and you should too. Just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor gives you everything you need to start your own podcast from your phone or computer. Its creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast for a professional sound, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many other platforms. It can be heard by everyone, just like Inside the Birds. You can also make money from your pod with no minimum listenership. What are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to create your podcast today. All right, Adam, well, let's examine the defensive line here. Uh, it's weird because it's not a, unlike corner and safety it's not like there's no depth here. They've got a lot of names at defensive end Um, tackle. Not so much, right. They have to fortify tackle, although they had some young kids play well, you know, Anthony rush played well at the end of last year. They're onto something with him. As you had mentioned many times during the season, Uh, Jernigan has probably played his last down as an Eagle. I would think, um, they had a kid though. Though who was the other kid? Trayvon uh, Hester. Trayvon,
1: well, Hester's now is with Washington. But no, 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 I was um, thinking
0: DeShaun Hall, but he he's a D end anyway.
1: Yeah, you no, know, Hassan Ridgeway was playing. Did Hassan, a good that's job. The Hassan Ridgeway, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's um he's up too. So right now under contract. Then we have Cox. Jackson has come off a serious injury. Barely played. Bruce right. Hector, Anthony Rush, and Albert. Not Miller Huggins. So yeah, um, not Bob. That's Huggins. it. So they're. Yeah, Bob Huggy. Yeah, Huggy. Yeah, he's still coaching West Virginia? So what they're gonna have to do, Jeff, is they're gonna have to they're gonna have to dress this position. Uh, to me, it okay, here's my call. I'm gonna throw this back at you. Do you sign a free agent? And obviously Jernigan, you know, is their own free agent, or do you go in the draft?
0: I mean, I would sign a free agent, but I would sign my own free I would bring Hassan Ridgway back. I thought he played fairly well mm-hmm. enough to be your number three or compete with Anthony Rush to be your number three defensive tackle behind. Cox and Jackson, and then I would use the draft to. I mean, Bruce Hector is still decent if you can bring him back as well. Or actually, he's under contract. Am I am I not mistaken that he's still under contract? I think
1: I have him as a free. Let me see. Do I have no? Okay, yeah. He. You know, he looks like he's. You know what? He Mm -hmm. is under contract, but here. Okay, he's under contract, but you don't. He's he's a fourth or fifth tackle, right? Right. You're right now. Starting tackles. You know what I'm saying? No, but they need. But they need. But here's the problem. Cox mm-hmm. is over 30. Malik Jackson is – he just turned 30. They need those developmental guys other than Rush, who's more of a project, though he's been right. a great story to this point. They, they, they got to get Ridgeway back, and I'm drafting somebody. Okay, they got 10 picks. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be in the first round. I'm sure, I'm sure it won't. Doesn't have to be in the second round. It probably won't be. Third right. round, I'm good with that. Uh, for the Eagles, I'm good with – I'm good with, I'm I'm good with, getting, with that. And I, and I want a guy who could rush the passer that we, we've, you know, they, they rushes is, rush is strictly one thing against the run. That's all he does. He's a mammoth hum, human being he huge is. with long arms.
0: Yeah, no, but I agree with you. I, this is a position where I don't see the Eagles going out and giving a three or four or five year deal to a free agent. I think that maybe they sign a veteran who can help hold the fort down for a year, kind of like they did with Patrick Robinson or Chris Long or one of any, like Garrett Blunt be part of a rotation where you're getting a bargain for a year, but as far as uh, you know, fortifying this position for the future, it's got to be through the draft. And I, I would love to see him take DT in second, third, or fourth round or whatever, because I do oh, think that, oh. that is an area where they need a young guy.
1: All right, so if they, if they decide to add one veteran, which they certainly could do, because you want to go in mm-hmm. with an idea of the five guys that you know, you're going to carry four, and you might carry five depending on what what happens, because mm-hmm. remember Jackson's coming off a significant injury. Uh, they did have, by the way, they did have at the trade deadline last year interest in bringing Bo Allen back. Hmm. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, it's been so long. I don't remember where it went. I just know they had interest in bringing him back because they were, it was strictly because of the injury fa- that they were going through with Jackson out um, and they were real light at tackle. I remember they, some games they dressed only three because they had no one else. Right. But uh, the, the bucks, the bucks weren't doing anything. So it never went anywhere. But um, so Bo Allen, by the way, is up. His contract's up. So um you know if hey, they're going to bring
0: people out come back
1: yeah and that's it that's why i brought up so if they're going to bring someone mm-hmm. back uh who, who knows their defense it, w- it would be bo allen who's tell you what he's a terrific third tackle it's really remarkable seventh round pick i i, I didn't think much of him when the eagles first got him mm-hmm. but boy he really built his career up and then he showed he had a little bit of pass rush Though he's not you know, he's not real long he's just real strong as it really strong mm-hmm. as hell high character guy they know him real well and that would be a name to keep an eye on if they bring you know, if they're looking to bring a veteran in. I'm looking at the list. That would make sense that it's not. What about going to Chris
0: Jones, them. he would be wonderful, right next to his <laughs> former college <laughs> mate, Fletcher
1: Cox. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it would only cost him about
1: twenty two million a year. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris Jones. Yeah. I mean Jaron Reed's out there. Um Sean yeah, no, Robinson. Yeah, the, the guys that would make uh, of all the veterans that are out there, Bo mm-hmm. Allen would make some sense. Oh, I've got another one. You got Damian mm-hmm. Square that could always bring him back. You I know, I saw agent.
0: that, but I always felt he was better in a 3-4 as a kind of an undersized tackle than well, that's when a 4-3. Right.
1: That's um, Chip Kelly. Great had guy, him. by the way. Oh, Damien Square, from taft- Alabama, right?
0: What's that? Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Damien Square. Yeah, yeah. He did go to Alabama. He, yeah. he came. He, Chip Kelly drafted him.
1: Yep. He was well, no. He saw for, him as an undrafted free agent, I think. I don't think he was drafted. No, that's before.
0: what I read. I'm sorry. You're right. Undrafted free agent. And he stuck around for a while. Really good. Good, yeah. versatile player. But yeah. – um, you know, again, does he fit that upfield burst? Um, you know, he'd probably be more of a rundown type of guy,
1: right? So, all right, so we've talked about DT. Oh, D- let's talk. Let's talk about defensive end. See, here is the problem with this group, and you you mentioned it in passing. They got a lot of guys. Yep. Uh, the have one guy who's got speed, and he didn't even play for the trade. It was Jarnard Avery? He barely he the little snaps he got. He looked good, but he barely played. Right. Uh, this is this is clearly an all season project. This is you know I'd mention. Uh, two years ago when we first started the show that Dallas Garter was an off-season project for the coaches mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened I'm expecting Avery to be the an off-season project for the defensive line coaches mm-hmm. uh, whoever however they're gonna Howard Schwartz is gonna ask them to run that room they've got to figure out a way to use Avery because this kid is so quick twitch you and I saw him that the locker room he's kind of small right. but man he's built to run and look this guy they've had their eye on for a year and a half they got to – This is on Schwartz here, Jeff. He's got to figure this out with this kid.
0: Right, but if you're Howie Roseman and you give up a fourth-round pick, again, you also probably think of him as an asset for the future. You got him for the future. Future is future now. The future is – well, that's my point is that I don't – people want this team to upgrade defensive end, and I just say, how are they going to do it? Are they going to sign Jadavion Clowney? No. No. They are not going to sign Jadavion Clowney. Are they going to be – in the running for whoever is the second or third best defensive end on the
1: market? No, like Yannick Nagoku, N- No, I mean, they're Yannick not. Yannick is the best D- Godway, he, He's yeah. the best speed rusher. Yeah. He's, he's going to cost over 20 million. <laughs> it's it's right. not going to happen. It, 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 um, I just don't see it happening.
0: Yeah. And I don't even, everybody says, well, then you get somebody in the draft first, second, third round. Or, uh, look, I, I, I always advocate if there's an amazing guy there, you take him. So fine. If there are, Draft them in the first or second round, and there's an unbelievable DN that they think is going to be a Pro Bowler for 10 years. Go ahead and pick them. But I, I just, you know, you got six or seven guys under contract here. I don't know what else that you expect the Eagles, anybody would expect the Eagles to do here.
1: I just would like to see one speed rusher because Barnett and Graham are not, you know, the, I wouldn't call them speed rushers. Sweat's their third ish DN with Vinny's up. Right. Uh, Avery is they got to figure him out. Sharif Miller was a project. They knew that when they drafted him. Now, you're hoping mm-hmm. now that he can get on the field. Osman's yeah, coming up to an ACL. you got Desha- to
0: shed the project label now.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's got he's, he's, he's to get on the field. Osman's is coming off an ACL. And, and Deshaun Hall, despite his great preseason, was not even used. I mean, that was just ridiculous. That mm-hmm. was – see, that – I, I don't know everything every reason why they didn't want Philip Daniels back, but that's a v- real bad indictment on Daniels that he could not get Jaylen Hawkins. Despite their issues with development of the younger players, the fact that he couldn't get on the field, you know Miller mm-hmm. Miller was, you know Oseman got hurt, Avery they couldn't use, Miller couldn't get on the field, he wasn't ready, Josh Sweat was sort of up and down. You know none of these young guys got on the field, and that that was you know that that right. that's pretty big when you're trying to keep your job. Right. Well, the only thing I, I can see them re-signing
0: Vinny to a one or a two year deal, I can see them letting him walk as well, but we'll, we'll see be a one. It wouldn't go
1: two. Yeah, they would, they would go one. Well, I if
0: that. I mean, two, maybe structured as a one, but yeah, probably one. Uh, and then try to draft the kid if he's there. If not, I, I don't see them going crazy here. I know I a agree. lot of people want yeah, them to, fair. but I just, they got names. They got to just figure out a way to make these names that they've got play these young. They have youth. They have the kid you just talked about. They got from the Browns. Uh uh, Avery. Avery. They had drafted yep. Miller. So that's two young guys. Derek Barnett's not old by any stretch of the means. So no, uh, they've got yeah. they, and we we haven't even talked about it. Joel Osman will come back next year and try to give it another go again to make the team. So he would have been on the team if he'd stayed healthy
1: last yep. year. Yep. So they yep. got names.
0: They just gotta figure out a way to use them all. I agree. Um, all right, let's move to linebacker. Yeah, there's not much to say about linebacker, right? Because we just <laughs> even the two guys that they got in free agency last year didn't even make it through halfway through the year. So what, what's the point of even talking well, about? Getting I'll tell free you what.
1: I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there, there's mm-hmm. – there's, depending on what they do, we could have three new starters. Grugia Hill's up. Brad I would – minor surprise if he'd be back. Right. Um, he's making pr- really good coin. And Nate Gary – Nate Gary's – look, nice story. <laughs> I give um, I give Kane Flagell credit for developing this kid. It's been a really surprising mm-hmm. story. But there's a saying in coaching, when you have someone like Gary, you're always going to be looking for somebody else to replace him. Of course. If, if this is not good, if he's starting this year, fine. Um, former college safety. It's kind of amazing that he's starting, but um, they need someone's bigger. I, I would try to
0: bring Camus back if I could and kind
1: of take advantage of he the is fact good. that he good. Yeah, hurt. I mean he's yeah. beat, you know he's got yeah, he's got to get healthy. Right. Um, bring back Camus. Bring
0: back. Well, obviously T.J. Edwards showed you something a little bit last year. Yeah, maybe Gary's still shot. under contract. So those those are three linebackers right there, and and draft a kid. Early first, second, third, well, not first, but well, they ain't doing first. Second, third, yeah, but first, I, yeah, I would first,
1: I, look, but. I would uh, look, it doesn't always work out for them. I know people like to beat them up about linebacker Matt McCoy. I get it, it was a total yeah. miss, but that was I don't know, long, long time ago. Kendricks was a the well, hit. Yeah, there, were,
0: there were a lot of names, even you know, the Akeem Jordans, the Omar Gaithers, the uh, yeah. you know, they go on and on and on.
1: Yeah, they meant that there were plenty of misses. Um, but Chris Gocon, I gotta yeah. say, one thing about. Go Kong. Well, he yeah, he was oh, he was overdrafted, and Stuart Bradley towards ACL. Yeah, Stuart Bradley. Uh, unfortunately, he was go. he was going to be a stud. Yeah, he 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 was going to be really good, and he just got he was never the same after. Right. Flight night, we might remember um, Moses towards, Foku. Towards ACL net.
0: Remember Moise Foku?
1: Oh yeah, F- Moses Foku. Yeah, yeah. And Joe Mays. K O U. Yeah. Who's that? Who else? We can go on and on. What's other name? Joe Mays. Joe Mays. Yeah, you know it's funny. He lasted long with other teams. I think. Yes, he did. He did. So, so I would say this at linebacker. I would agree with your assessment. Give T. J. Edwards a shot. Gary is right now a starter. Bradham's under contract on his last year, uh, but he's not. You, you and I both agree he's very uh, unlikely I, to be. Unlike, back. I don't see him returning. Right. Uh, Camus I'd rather is- just try to resign sign and and Duke's Duke Riley's a good special teams player. Well, that was a nice Duke. little find for them in that trade. Yep. I don't know. If he's yeah, a star- he has started before, but uh, to right. me, I think you're. Uh, one thing about Fagiol though, you know, and let's not forget, they brought Corey Nelson in. That didn't work. Fagiol didn't want him. Um, if you look at the linebacker, look, look, LJ Four was a major mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look what happened, cutting him um, was a mistake. Yes, I mean it's crazy. He 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 kicks ass. And don't bring up scheme fit because that that's just nonsense. The guys, nah, f- he can guy. Play. They, they they missed on that one. Um, that was Fagiol's fault. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I mean he had him when he was a rookie in Cleveland ten years ago. Yeah. Um. He, he didn't want him. They cut him, and he went up starting for Baltimore after like a couple of weeks. So <laughs> they they got a they he's got to do a better job in terms of evaluation. I mean, I just gave him credit earlier, but the stuff that they missed on. I mean, the guy coach the guys the co- linebackers coach. So they, their right. personnel staff um it's got to get with this guy and make sure they're on the same page because as much as I, they don't invest in the, in the position in terms of money, you could say they they invested someone in Bradham for sure. They just got mm-hmm. to develop them better because they got to evaluate better. And I think the linebackers' coach is part of this issue. He, he's just, you can't just not like, a, like it, how he's going to listen to his coaches. Right. So obviously, there's something Flaedral is not liking about these guys, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's got to well, be better.
0: I don't have one single name for you, Adam. I, there's a million of them out there because these positions tend to be a dime a dozen. But if they don't, and I don't think they will, and neither do you, bring back uh, Bradham. You can go ahead with trying to bring back Camus and put him with Singleton and uh, Nate Gary and and TJ Edwards, but it wouldn't shock me if they did because they've done this the last few years, uh, trying to get a veteran on a one year deal like a Paul Warlow or someone like that. So well, there's a million of them yeah. out there. You can get, oh you god, can get so, you're right. I'm looking Will at my Compton, list. John Bostic, I mean, David May, yeah, Mann, yeah. Corey, I'm it, just yeah, yeah, they're yeah.
1: just they're all second. They're what we call second wave yeah. of free agency. Man, by
0: yeah, there's a million of them. Yeah,
1: Teo is a guy that's uh, got positional versatility. Right. Yeah, you don't even need to worry about that position. It just it would be nice. I'm I'm with the fans who say, can't they just finally develop someone who could be a really good football player? Well, yeah, well, and to do that,
0: you could probably draft one a little bit higher than you would normally like to. You well, know, it might be in the second or third, third round. Round. or third round third Yeah,
1: spend yeah. spend yeah. a little bit. Of, you know, I mentioned the brown bagging of the linebacker position, which means being cheap. Right. You know what? Just just develop these guys, and I, I just this. I, I'm with the fans. You know, I've been reading the comments about why. What's the problem with the linebackers? Why can't they develop it? And it's just the, some of the stuff I talked about. The coach, um, guys, a veteran coach. He's Ken is Fla- actually a pretty good coach. There's right. something going on here since he's been here, where you look at the revolving door at the linebackers, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Braden was brought in because you know he, he of Schwartz, and you know Camus was a great, a good story. Right. Uh, I'll give I'll give them you know that credit and Gary, but overall, it's just been a mixed bag since uh, 2016.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, people do forget sometimes that you can't pay every position. You pay a lot of money for DNs, you pay a lot of money for tackles, you pay right, a lot of money gotta for. You got to develop the them. Got to develop. That's why you have to develop. Right, draft and develop a good young linebacker. Uh, so that'll that'll do it. That's good. I like that. This was a good comprehensive review of what the Eagles can, should, might do. Uh, for free agency all around. We did offense last pod, defense this pod, and uh, really, really appreciate all the interaction we've gotten uh, over the last few pods, especially with this updated equipment. We've got these microphones. The sound is great. So we appreciate everybody uh, and their feedback. And that's going to do it for this edition of Inside the Birds, the leading podcast in Eagles Intel. We thank all of our friends and affiliates, 97.3 ESPN. Make sure you're downloading their free mobile app at 97.3 ESPN.com. You can listen to me, Mike Gill, Ryan Rothstein, from 2 to 6, uh, Aton Shander, 12 to 2. Thanks to our friends, phlsportsnation.com. They're always enhancing the fan experience with their coverage of the Phillies, the, uh, the Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers. I know they're they're fired up about spring training being here. Uh, they've got some great podcasts, to Check them out at phlsportsnation.com. Uh, we always thank Hunter Brody, our executive producer, Uh, Sports Talk with Broads is his YouTube page. Please check it out. There's just unbelievable content because Hunter is up on the Phillies, Sixers, Flyers, Eagles, everything. And he's got some of the best and most passionate fan takes that a Philadelphia media guy has to offer. So check out Sports Talk with Broads on YouTube. Make sure you're following Inside the Birds on Twitter, at InsideBirds. Check out our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to that, the Inside the Birds YouTube channel. And again, please, please, please continue to rate, review, uh, and subscribe to our podcast on your major podcast platforms. We also have another, a new contest out on our, I think, to win Eagle Socks on our Twitter page. So if you haven't seen that yet, check it out, at InsideBirds on Twitter, and you can get, win a pair of Eagle Socks. All right? So as always, we thank you all for flying with us. Inside the bird.